Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Sixth Dimension Show. Your host is me, Rose Donovan, and today I have a very exciting topic. Probably a very vague one, but one that definitely needs to be addressed for the future of this podcast. I think what I'm going to talk about in this episode and what I'm going to open up about is really important for you guys to both understand me and both have background information for the future topics to come. So, also right now, I'm extremely dead. I'm extremely tired. This morning, I absolutely demolished my legs, like, to the point where I thought I was going to throw up and cry and shit. Like, it was one of those. So, right now, I'm in a very chill, calm mood. I'm very excited to tell this story and tell you guys a little bit more about myself. Um, first and foremost, I'm an open book. I am more than willing to talk about my my story and how it came to be. I'm very vulnerable. I'm willing to be open and honest. Um, these are this is my story. It's something very close to my heart. I'm gonna go into extreme detail about my spiritual awakening and my healing journey and how I ended up as the woman I am today. So. Yeah, I'm really excited to share. Um, Part of me does, I'm not going to lie, I feel a little bit of nerves in me right now just because it is so personal and it is so something so sacred to me and something so close to my heart. But I know deep down that I do want to share. I think this information can really help a lot of you guys who are beginning a spiritual journey or feel called to spirit herself. So I'm going to open up about it. And yeah, I'm really excited to talk today. So I wanted to go a little more in depth about my background information. I know I kind of touched on it in my little intro that I did, but it's a lot. It's big information. So the first thing I wanted to tell you guys is to understand me as the woman I am today, as the 18-year-old girl I am walking earth, a divine healer, a spiritual woman, you have to understand my mom. To understand me is to understand that woman, even a little bit. Obviously, you guys will never fully because most of the people listening know nothing about her and never knew her while she was on Earth. But that's the purpose of me explaining a little bit is I want you guys to be able to understand her a little bit better because to understand her is to understand me. So my mom was a Virgo woman. She was extremely resilient she spent a lot of her life sick with cancer the first time she had cancer she was 17 years old and it relapsed when she was 19 years old that woman was fucking sturdy she was strong she was practically unbreakable she had a spirit of hope she had a spirit of always looking ahead to a better tomorrow no matter what was going wrong in her life she counted her blessings she was a very bright energy you could feel her energy as soon as she walked in the room the type of woman to dance anywhere anytime did not care much about what anybody thought of her she was an absolute joy she was an absolute beautiful person i think anybody who had the blessing to know her i think they would all agree her name was Paige, like page in a book no i So yeah, Paige Donovan was my mom. She is my mom. And I feel so blessed to come from such a lineage because she was absolutely amazing. The most amazing woman I've ever met in my entire life. 
And another thing I wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about that I also touched on briefly in my first episode was me as a child and who I am at core because I'm a firm believer that who you are as a child, our five-year-old selves, let's just say five years old, is who you really are. Who you are as a child is who you were, who you are at core before the world told you who you were supposed to be, before the world told you who you're meant to be. Your child self is the most divine, the most purest soul, the most authentically you version of yourself that will ever exist. So like I said in my little brief intro, I was always a very philosophical person. I would ask deep questions at the dinner table like it was so slight. Like I would ask my family, like, what do you think about death? What do you think about life? Like, what do you think your purpose is? By the time I was like five years old, I always had a lot of deep questions. Very philosophical. Oh my God, was I philosophical. I was always deep. That's just who I was. And... The first time in my lifetime that my mom got sick, I was in I was 6 years old. I was 6 years old when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. So that took a big toll on my family. Obviously, that took a big toll on my heart. Also, me and my mom were extraordinarily close. We were extraordinarily bonded in a cosmic way. It was much deeper than just a mother-daughter relationship. It was a soul love. It was a soul connection. We had a lot of physical touch. I always wanted to be next to her, and she always wanted to be next to me. So watching my mom get sick and watching her in and out of the hospital really took a toll on my growth. It really took a toll on my perception of the world. So when I was around 9, 10... I fell into a very, very big problem. I developed really severe anorexia, which a lot of people don't know about me, but I was severely anorexic. I went through about a year where I practically did not eat, and my mom was in and out of the hospital. It was a very stressful time. Um, In and out of doctors, it was a mess. I was a mess. I was suicidal by the time I was 10. And I think this is this is a really shocking thing. When I open up about this, people are like, wait, what? Like, you've been depressed? Like, you've been anxious? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was severely, severely depressed around 10 years old. I was contemplating suicide most days. Um, the doctors would tell my mom that if I didn't start gaining weight, it was looking pretty rough for my lifespan. I was extremely anxious. I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Um, I could not be without my mom. If my mom left, all hell would break loose. I was so attached to her. She was my one thing that calmed me down. She was my one, she was my absolute rock in life. I wanted to be wherever she was and if I couldn't, I was extremely upset. Big anxiety attacks. And... So during that time when I was extremely depressed, anorexic, and anxious, I was around 10 years old. And my mom passed when I was 11. So she actually passed away in the thick of my, in the thick of my depression. So I lost her. I lost her when I was losing myself as well. And leading up to her loss, and this has to do with how I've always been a spiritual person and how that has always lived inside of me. And this is something I have barely even opened up to to my own family about because it's it's hard to talk about. But 
my spirit, my core self, like I said, my inner child, I felt her loss coming. Heavy shit, I know. But I felt I felt her soul getting closer and closer to the spirit realm and farther away from me. And I didn't realize it until only a couple years ago. At the time, I was so numb and I wasn't aware of my spiritual abilities. But my little girl self, and in the thick of my anxiety, in the thick of my depression, I felt my rock, my core, my mom, my bloodline, my my female lineage getting farther and farther away from me. And I, I felt her loss coming. I felt her... I really did feel her death growing near. And on November 11th, 2013, at exactly 11.11, she passed. Um, I remember that day extremely vividly. It will always be inside of me. And I think I'm going to do a whole other episode sometime soon on the deeper story behind losing my mom and grief and all that but for now this is a pretty big overview of my spiritual awakening so we'll we'll get into that no worries and the pain the pain of loss and grief is absolutely unimaginable um to anybody listening to this who has lost a close loved one who has lost somebody near and dear to their heart I know you can relate. I hope you are feeling my energetic presence even through this microphone right now because I know I know that we are relating to each other on a really deep level. And pain pain changes you guys. I loss being ripped away from your mother at such a young age. That is drastic trauma. Like not even trying to be dramatic. Like that is an immense amount of trauma for an already damaged, an already depressed, an already anxious little girl. And after my mom died, my family, I have two older sisters and an awesome dad, my family kind of separated. My oldest sister moved out and went to college. My other sister also moved out and started her own journey. So it was just me and my dad in my house for a while, which was really rough. It was really rough. We went from a family of five to a family of two really fast. My relationship with my dad struggled a lot too, obviously. How could it not? Um, He was just trying to find his way after losing the love of his life and being left with three girls. And I was a mess, (laughs) to plain and simple. I was an absolute wreck at that time. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a really hard time. And then I ended up navigating high school without my mom and my, both of my sisters really far away from me. And I fell into the deepest, the darkest depression multiple times. It was definitely, it was definitely seasons. I had seasons where I was doing okay. And I had seasons where I was, I was so deeply depressed didn't want to get out of bed nothing mattered to me and I mean fucking nothing no motivation I thought I I thought what's the fucking point of my life like this is I'm I was so depressed guys I put emphasis on that it was such a dark time in my life but looking back on it I know I had to go through the dark night of the soul the dark night of the soul is something in a spiritual awakening 
where you have you have to hit rock bottom. You fucking have to hit rock bottom so you know what it feels like. You sometimes through a spiritual journey, you have to be at rock bottom, bro. You just fucking have to. But from rock bottom, there's only one place to go and that's up and that's how you grow and that is how you evolve. Another thing that a lot of people don't know is when I was about maybe like 13, 14, and I was going to the doctor pretty often for mental health. I was in therapy for many, many years. They ran a test on my brain and shit, and I ended up being diagnosed with a neurotransmitter disorder where I produce serotonin and dopamine 30% less than the average person. It's nothing, like, too serious. It's nothing, like, they're, like, on my ass about it. I'm supposed to be on some meds or whatever, but I'm not. So technically, I am. I do have a mental illness, but it's not something that I let control my life at all. So yeah, I went through a really deep depression. Um, I produce less serotonin and dopamine. To this day, it is still a part of my brain. And I went through a very deep, a very deep and dark, dark night of the soul. I went fucking through it. Guys, let me put emphasis on that. I went the fuck through it all throughout high school. Super duper hard time. And to lead into the next part of the story, which is something that many, 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 many people ask me about, probably one of the number one things that I get um, asked about in my DMs, over Snapchat, in my texts, is psychedelic healing. Oh yeah, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. This is your warning. If you have an, if you don't have an open mind, if you have a closed mindset, if you are not open to the potential of psychedelic healing, press pause and leave right now because we're getting into it. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to tell you guys how it is, what happened, and how mushrooms woke me up and how mushrooms opened my third eye. So I'm not going to name names for the sake of privacy and for the sake of respect, but basically... Long story short, because if I if I wanted to tell the super long story, I would have to put the name, and I don't want to do that to anybody, so I'm just going to tell it from my perspective. So mushrooms found me. I didn't find mushrooms. Mushrooms fell into my lap. They fell into my path. They fell into my, into my lifetime. I did not go searching for them. I was never like, oh, I want to take shrooms, and I went out and found them. No. Spirit, God, divine, whatever you want to call it. I I think of it as spirit. Spirit put them in my path for such a divine reason. She chose me for them. I didn't choose her. Not even a little bit. She chose me. She put them on my path. It happened very fast. It happened abruptly. It was not planned at all. So I took these mushrooms. And for some reason, I didn't have fear, which was very unlike me because I'm... I'm definitely, like, I like to think things through. I'm not just going to fucking take a drug to take the drug. No, 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 no. I, I, like I said, I got a history of anxiety disorder. I think things through. I get anxious. So, for some reason, I felt no fear. I felt no fear about them. I knew it was on my path. I felt called to them. Long story short, I took them. And guys, in that one fucking day, mm chills I woke up and one day my third eye opened drastically ripped open curtains fucking opened all at once I 
experienced the spiritual awakening of an absolute lifetime, I saw life for what it for what it really fucking is. I, I thought of everything as nothing. I am infinite. None of my problems matter. I am this beautiful divine human being. I am here on earth. Nothing matters. My problems don't matter. I am divine. I am safe. I am loved. I can heal. I can move on. I am this beautiful. I felt light flowing from my veins. All around me was like enchanting music. I was in a jacuzzi. I was in a jacuzzi with colorful lights all around me, palm trees around me. It was pure bliss. It was absolute pure bliss. And in that day, that day, I received the answers that my soul had been longing for for so long and love is the answer that day that came to me like I got hit by a fucking truck with that love is the answer to absolutely everything life is beautiful I am infinite this is amazing life is amazing it was it was absolutely fantastic and later on in the mushroom trip I experienced an ego death I forgot who the fuck I was I didn't have a name anymore no Rosie Donovan no no daughter of who and who so, no school, no nothing like that. I was nothing. I was just a human being. I was a spiritual being and I felt myself as so. I felt myself as this infinite ball of light and that's just all I was. Guys, it was amazing. I'll never forget that day. Never, ever, ever. That was, that was the catalyst for me. That day sprung me. That day sprung me so hard into my divine purpose on earth. So, again, not going to name names because I didn't ask for permission. And I'm not going to put anybody in that circumstance because I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to go talking about people who I don't have permission from. Even though it kind of would add to the story a lot. I'm not going to do that yet. So, after that first mushroom experience, I was so blown away by this thing called mushrooms because I didn't have a lot of background information on them I was absolutely blown away by this substance and I went to this person that I love and I trust very much and I told her you have to try this like you have to we have to like you can heal with this you can wake up with this you can move on with this like we have to so we made plans to to make it happen and I ended up taking shrooms again in Yosemite Yosemite. Oh, don't even get me started on Yosemite. That is the holy land. My mom's ashes are there. My grandma's ashes are there. And my uncle's ashes are there. Yosemite is my family's church. It is a sacred place. It is It is absolutely everything. The energy there is unmatched. It's fantastic. We actually own a home in Yosemite. So we were taking these mushrooms at my house in Yosemite. So that trip, a little backstory. After my first trip, the one that I was talking about where it was like this huge awakening, I woke up, it was almost like I woke up too fast, if that makes sense. I woke up too fast, like, and going back into the regular world after experiencing such a thing where you literally realize that everything is nothing and you are nothing but a divine being and you're just orbiting in this beautiful planetary system it was really hard for me to adjust especially at such a young age I was around maybe like 16 17 so I had a really hard time readjusting back into the regular world and I was not ready 
I was not ready to to go back to the mushroom realm. And this is all reflection now, you know? Like, I'm able to tell the story with such a reflection. It's a different perception now. But yeah, I wasn't ready. I, looking back on it, I wasn't ready. I wasn't respecting the spirit of the mushroom enough. Um, I took it for granted. I was being very naive. I was not... No, I was doing it all wrong. But again, reflection. We've grown it's okay. (laughs) It really is because I'm, I've grown from it a lot. But yeah, so we took them in Yosemite and that trip, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to put this into words. There's no words, there's no words in the human language to be able to describe what the mushroom realm is like because it is so, it's not from here. It's not from earth. It's not earthly at all. It's so otherworldly it's something so spiritual, it is something so divine that there's just absolutely no words invented in the English language. So I'll try my best to describe, but there's absolutely no way, just so you guys know. So that day, basically, I cried. I cried for about eight hours, and there was a moment where we were sitting on the deck of the house, and I was overlooking the Yosemite Valley. I have a really insane view from that house I was overlooking this huge Yosemite Valley and my visuals were so intense oh they were so intense I was seeing like flashing yellow um all those trees were melting falling apart my entire visual vortex whatever you want to call it everything I was looking at was flashing fucking yellow and melting in front of my face all the while I'm crying my eyes out being presented with trauma we'll get there goddamn this is a story guys so during that time when I was sitting on that deck having those intense visuals I started feeling somebody put like pulling the hair behind my ears like caressing my face I felt a female presence a very divine the female presence if you will I felt this insanely divine presence near me And I started hearing whispers, and all the while, somebody's, like, touching and caressing my neck and my ears. But I wasn't scared. It wasn't weird. It felt totally like this is what's meant to be happening. And I started hearing my name being whispered, like, Rosie, Rosie, things like that. I started hearing my name being whispered, and all the while, who I was with, I was sitting there watching and looking at the people I was with and I it was like I could see right through them guys I could I was looking at these incredibly hurt and suffering individuals because we all are we are all hurt and we are all suffering we are all traumatized and I was like I could see it all I could see their childhoods I could see their trauma I could see where they've been hurt I could see it so clearly like it was laid out on a map in front of me like I had this third eye to see through people's beings to see through people's minds I was understanding their trauma on a different level and I just felt it all I was like I was feeling it for them like I was in their bodies physically going through what they went through all over again so this this I'm having these feelings right somebody touching my neck somebody caressing me and I'm hearing my name being whispered. And I start hearing like, we chose you. Like I start hearing that. And I have chills right now. I don't know if you guys do. I really hope you guys are receiving the intensity and the energy that I'm like 
putting forth through the microphone right now like this is there's so much energy into in this story that I really hope we're all feeling it and all connecting through this because it's so strong it is so energetically charged this story and I started hearing like we chose you we chose you we chose you and I was just receiving these messages from spirit this higher power this absolute divine being that I (laughs) I'm gonna cry that I was this divine healer and that I was here to heal the world. Not that I was going to heal the whole world, but that was my that was my intention of life. I'm I'm a divine healer and in that moment, even though I was crying my fucking eyes out, everything I felt so at ease. In that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, like this is who I am." I'm a healer. I'm a shamanic woman. I can see. I can see. I can see. My third eye is wide open and I have this huge purpose. I'm a divine healer and I can see through people's trauma. So that day my gift, my gift got woken up if you will. And still to this day that that stays with me. Um this ability to see somebody and see their trauma and see their pain. That's definitely, it's a part of my everyday life. Everywhere I go, crowds are really hard for me to be in because it's a lot of loud pain. It's a lot of loud trauma. Um, If somebody's very traumatized, sometimes I'll have visions and flashes of their trauma. It's an intense thing. It's something that I can't get away from. It's every single day. Um, And that day really awoke it did something, guys. That day changed me forever. And another part of that trip was I was being presented with this black smoke, right, on mushrooms. I was being presented with this black smoke. And this black smoke was a physical representation of my trauma, of my pain, of my the loss of my mom, the absence of my dad, um, not feeling like I had anybody, this anxiety, this depression, this body image, this anorexia this huge fucking trauma that I went through as such a young girl it was being presented to me in this black smoke and I started feeling this black smoke it was like suffocating me and the only way the only way this black smoke would leave me is if I started working through the trauma if I started facing it and if I started feeling it so for eight hours on mushrooms I cried And I healed and I worked fucking through it and I faced it and I felt it absolutely all. I felt it all. It was the most traumatic experience of my life. I can definitely say that. The next day I wanted to do absolutely nothing. It was incredibly traumatic. I put emphasis on that. Super, super, super traumatic, but it had to happen the way that it did. And like I was saying in the beginning, I wasn't respecting the spirit of the mushroom. I was so naive. I wasn't educated enough to be doing that, what I did. But it was a slap in the face. It was a big fucking lesson that I needed to learn, and I will take that with me for the rest of my life. It was a lesson on respecting the spirit of the mushroom and knowing when and where and how to use such a strong and powerful medicine. So yeah. Mm. crazy shit guys um it'll stay with me for the rest of my life and that was the day I kind of realized how gifted I was and how profound my existence is on earth and how 
much power lives in me and how much power lives in this body, in this core. And this message that I have to share, it's not even a want. It's not even like, oh, I want to talk. It's like I absolutely have to because spirit is, she works through me. Sometimes the things that I say, sometimes the things that I post, it's not even me talking. And I know that sounds crazy. It's voices in my head telling me these messages I need. Rosie, like, we're, we're, we're using you. You're my vessel. Like, please, like, will you let me be your vessel? Like, please, let me, let me talk through you. Let me live through you. And I have to surrender. And I say, yes, live through me. Live through me. Use me. Use me as your vessel. And those are a lot of the things that I feel called to say, called to do. And not even just on Instagram, but in, in real life, the conversations I have with close friends. It's oftentimes it won't even be my own thoughts. It's spirit working through me. She lives through me. She chose me as a vessel. And yeah, big stuff. And another time, another mushroom experience I had that really changed me. And I was with somebody, again, no names. I was with somebody at the time who was so fucking hurt. He was draining the fuck out of me oh my god and I didn't even know it at the time which will lead me into my next topic toxic love and how that what that did for my spiritual awakening but I was sitting on the beach at sunset and we were on we were on mushrooms we were taking a little dose though and I was looking at these insane colors of the sunset the most insane colors and if you guys have ever taken mushrooms you know what I'm talking about this insane visual experience of the sunset at the beach right in front of my face. And I started feeling this presence of a little girl and I realized this little girl was me. I had the opportunity to see, to visualize, to be with my inner child. She came to me because she was so hurt. My little girl self, my... mm, my little girl self went through so much and she was very quiet she like I said I was very philosophical I was a deep person I had so many thoughts I went through so much and I'm the youngest of three girls so I was often felt misunderstood I often felt like I couldn't express I often felt like I didn't fit in with the rest of my family and my inner child suffered she suffered so much. She suffered the being ripped away from her mom. She suffered this insane attachment issue. And she never got the chance to heal. And she was still living in me. This little girl was walking around earth living in me. And she wanted out. She wanted out. And she came to me that day. She came to me and she said, let's fucking do this. Like, let's heal Let's work through this, like, please. And I told her, I cried my eyes out and I had the opportunity to release with her. Like, I was holding her hand. She was sitting next to me. And I said, Rosie, like, you can let it go. You can forgive. You can release. We're okay now. You don't need, you don't need to have these boundaries up anymore you don't need to protect yourself any longer we're safe now we can heal we can let it go it was tremendously profound it was beautiful it was beautiful and still to this day I send all my love to this little girl that I had the chance to speak with and that I had the chance to meet 
but I was with, and this leads into the next topic, I was with this energy sucker. And it's not that he's a bad person. He was just on his own spiritual journey and we were not aligning at all. And he was, there's this thing, a distorted masculine can only feed off of a divine feminine. If you guys are into tarot, you know what that is. A distorted masculine is as a masculine energy who is he's he's haunted he's sick he's far from his divinity he's a distorted masculine and and a distorted masculine can only feed off of a divine feminine and that is exactly what was happening i was being blood sucked i was being energy sucked and that leads in to the next topic of toxic love and how that impacted me basically this toxic relationship that I was in where I felt so unheard my spirituality was being completely diminished it was being I was being told that it was all in my head I was being told I was just being ripped away farther and farther and farther from my divine self and I let it happen I let it happen which is okay because it was part of the lesson I needed to be learned so long story short I broke this karmic cycle. I finally got the balls to let go. And if you guys have ever been in a toxic relationship, which I know most of us have, you know how goddamn hard that is. That is no easy fucking task. That is literally the hardest thing you could probably ever do is leave a toxic relationship. But I ended up breaking that karmic cycle. And a karmic cycle is a a cycle of lessons that you have to learn. Like I was saying earlier about the dark night of the soul, we have to go through these horrible things and that's just the way it is that's life that's literally life life is not all sunshine and rainbows spirit wants us to suffer we have to suffer sometimes so we can we can get to the other side aka we have to break the karmic cycle so just recently actually maybe like a couple months ago i got freed i got fucking freed guys and i broke this karmic cycle and that leads me into a whole other stage of my awakening and I put emphasis on how hard I went through it like I could not sleep I did not eat I was barely working out during that time I was in this toxic situation so hard and so deep it was horrible it was horrible for both of us we did each other so wrong so many times and we were so attached I don't know Oh, no, no, no. You guys, I know we all know what we're talking, what I'm talking about, because most of us have experienced something like that. Sad, but true. So yeah, after I broke my karmic cycle, I experienced this new love, this new light, this brand new rose. Also, 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 let me touch on something real quick. I used to go by Rosie, right? Like that was if, if I somebody asked me, oh, what's your name? I'd say I'd say Rosie. But now it's Rose, because Rosie was a shield for my inner child self. Rosie was me trying to cling and protect to my identity, but no longer. My real given name is Rose, so that is who we are now. I am living unapologetically. I am now Rose, okay? Rose. Anyways, yeah, so I was going through this new love and this new light, and I still am, and that was really beautiful time for me breaking my karmic cycle was absolutely fantastic and even when I was in the toxic relationship I always felt I always felt that spirit she was rooting for me spirit was fucking rooting for me she wanted me she was holding my hand she was loving me the whole time and she was telling me girl just wait 
I kept on hearing that over and over in my head. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait until you see the blessings that are on their way for you. Just wait until you see the abundance that is coming to you. Just wait. All you have to do is break this karmic cycle. And I did it. I broke the cycle. And boy, was I right. Abundance was coming to me. So that leads me into a very exciting thing. And that is that. This is something I've been wanting to say for a long time. Spirituality, you guys. Spirituality. Spirituality is inside of you. Spirituality is in the blood. It's in the veins. It's in the lineage. It's in who you are. It's in your fucking genetic makeup. Spirituality is not tarot. It is not crystals. It's not meditation. It's not motivational quotes. It's not art. It's no... There's, there's no external factor that can be spirituality. Do some of those things really help you tap in and they help you wake up? Yes, but those things are not what make you spiritual. Spirituality is the relationship. Spirituality is the relationship between you and the divine, you and God, whatever you want, whatever you guys resonate with. It's that relationship that lives in you. It's that trust. It's that faith that something bigger than yourself has got you and you have to go all in. You can't, no. Spirituality is who you fucking are. It's nothing external. It is nothing materialistic and I put fucking emphasis on that. Anyways, after I broke my karmic cycle, spirit absolutely blessed me and this was very recently, like a couple weeks ago, had absolutely blessed me with the meeting of my twin flame exciting I met my twin flame and it was not it's not romantic it's nothing there's no romantic interest it's not a romantic twin flame but basically I had met somebody almost a year ago we met each other pre-rona like we met each other at a party pre-corona long long time ago and we recognized each other's souls instantly. We literally walked into the same room. We saw each other and said, holy shit, that's a cosmic fucking person. Why am I so drawn to this woman? Little did we know she was a witch. I'm a light worker. And oh my God. She basically, we met, we reconnected very recently and we put the dots together we asked spirit for signs. We had conversations with spirit. Our spirit guides were contacting us. And she is the fire to my water. She is the other half of my heart, the other half of my soul. And I had never felt so spiritually understood by absolutely anybody in my entire life. Um, we were put on earth together to reach our highest awakenings together. Amazing, amazing. So like I said... I knew that once I broke that karmic cycle, I knew I felt spirit telling me, just wait, just wait, just fucking wait to see what blessings I have prepared for you. And I really put emphasis on that. And I know that the meeting and the conjoining of my twin flame and I was something that she she knew was coming. She was preparing me for this blessing, but I had to go through my karmic cycle first. So yeah, and now, going back to the gifted part, I can confidently say that I am 
far more developed as a gifted woman. I am tapping into psychic abilities. I am tapping into being a psychic medium. It's a work in progress. It's definitely an everyday thing that I'm putting effort towards and tapping into and building my relationship with divine, building my relationship with the spirit realm. But it is coming to me. It is. It it really is. It's it's a really exciting thing. Um, My trauma healing abilities are stronger than ever. I see right through people you don't even have to introduce yourself to me most times because I do understand people's trauma on a deep level. It's definitely a third eye kind of thing. Um, don't ask me how or why. I just I just know. It just is. It's just a part of me. It's just a part of my brain. It's a part of what I'm here to do on earth. So yeah, guys. Oof. That was a lot. That was a whole lot that I just talked about right now. And I actually have a couple general questions that a lot of people have asked me over time about spirituality. Um, These are a lot of things that my DMs have been really blown up about or just, you know, just a couple questions that a lot of people have asked me that I wanted to answer. So I'm going to go ahead and ask and answer myself as if I'm being interviewed. One question that I get a lot is, how did my awakening change me? Girl... It's a big fucking question, let me tell you that. Um, my awakening, it didn't change me. It is me. That's the way I describe it. It's not this before and after. It, it has been me all along. I was destined to step into this path. I was destined to step into this plan. It didn't change me. It just, it's the next stage in my evolution. It's who I am at core. Who I am at core is the divine spiritual woman. That is who I identify as. That is who and what I am. So it didn't change me. It was just the next stage in my life. Another question is, how did I know when I woke up? How was I certain that I woke up? And that one is kind of unexplainable. It's a shift in reality. It's a shift in perception. It's a shift in the way you see, the way you feel, the way you are. It's this this pulsating of the third eye, like you have seriously opened a new visual cortex. Vortex? Cortex? Shit, I don't know. You've opened this new visual ability to see things in this new, divine, vast way. It's fantastic. And I do think every single spiritual awakening is definitely different because obviously no two human beings see Earth see their perception in the same way. But I just knew. I just knew. I knew when it was my time to step up and it was my time to level up and it was my time to become an awakened woman. Another question that I get a lot, what are some of the most memorable parts of my awakening thus far? Mushrooms, for sure. And honestly, just countless crying sessions, countless talks on the beach with my best friend Mia. Um... We have helped each other through our own awakening so much. And there's just been, honestly, there's like things that we've said. I wish we would have wrote them down or like recorded them. So many um, jaw-dropping breakthrough moments, if that makes sense. So many messages from the divine. So many messages from my mom, from spirit guides. Just love all around us. Just a lot of really beautiful experiences like that. I would say those are things that are very memorable for me. Ooh, big question. How to begin a spiritual awakening. <sighs> this is such an exciting topic. Oh, it makes me literally feel warm inside. How to begin a spiritual awakening. Guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, all my beautiful human beings listening. What you seek, seeks you right back. 
Spirit wants relationships with all of her children. She wants to connect. She wants to guide you through. She wants to be there for you, but you have to pursue her too. It can't, it will never be a one-way streak. If you pursue this relationship, if you put effort into having faith, into believing, into feeling, into calling, into asking, she will most definitely answer your call. 100,000%. We are all so loved. We are all so divinely protected. It's insane. We don't even know. We don't even know how much our creator loves us. We are so loved and we are all wrapped in infinite light. Who we are at core is literally light beings in meat suits, okay? These bodies, these fingers, these hairs, these fucking different names we have and shit. They're all pretty meaningless, honestly. Because who we all are at core is light beings. We are all the same. And yeah, that's about everything I had planned to talk about there will definitely be many more talks like this i really just wanted to give you guys some like intense and very uh intricate background story just so you guys have a really good understanding of me and like what i've been through for the future of listening for the future of podcasts because it's going to be a lot of topics based off of this one so i highly recommend you guys listen to this one all the way through if you haven't i mean of course you did if you got here if you're at the end you probably did (laughs) but yeah guys wow thank you for listening if you got this far i had a really good time explaining all that and talking about it it's one of my favorite topics of all time is my spiritual awakening and how it came to be and how i know and how i became a divine feminine and how i'm on my way to reaching my highest self and my highest purpose because there's a long road ahead of me So yeah, thank you guys so much if you listened all the way through. You guys are all beautiful, all amazing light beings. And I love each one of you very deeply, very dearly. Love radiates all throughout me. It is radiating through my fingertips, through my voice right now. If you're hearing this right now, please feel my love. I'm sending you literally rose quartz energy. Like I am sending that kind of powerful love energy through this microphone right now. Love you all. Everybody have a beautiful day and please stay tuned for many more. Much